just when you'd think we'd be tired of talking about the coming end of Samorum Pontificum and the restriction of the right to say the Latin Mass for priests, we get some new information on this that seems to confirm what all of us have been saying for quite some time. Samorum Pontificum is going to be repealed, and a return to the indult system in some form or another is coming. The latest news is that we have not only more independent confirmation about this, but we also have the names of the cardinals backing this move and the motive behind it. So let's buckle up and be prepared to hear some familiar names and reasoning because it's all starting to come together. But before I do, remember, the long game is not with the modernists. They know that statistically speaking, the Bugnini right that is time-locked in the 1960s is going to come to an end, especially in some parts of the world where the only parishes growing are the ones dedicated to not only the traditional liturgy, but also are dedicated to teaching the traditional faith, the faith of our ancestors. So bear all that in mind as we dive in. Our story comes to us from The Remnant Newspaper. They might be the first traditional Catholic publishing outfit to get started in the post-Vatican two years, so they're not new to any of this. The headline from The Remnant reads, Pope's plan to restrict traditional Latin Mass, backed by two curial cardinals. The piece is authored by respected Catholic writer Diana Montagna. Again, this is not fringe stuff here, folks. These are very mainstream Catholic writers. Ms. Montagna wastes no time either. Quote, the remnant has independently confirmed that a Vatican document restricting Pope Benedict XVI's apostolic letter, Samorum Pontificum, is backed by at least two Vatican cardinals, is in its third draft, and threatens to thwart the growth of the traditional Latin Mass and other sacraments, particularly among diocesan clergy. Two senior members of the hierarchy confirmed May 31st that the document, first reported by Messe Italiano, on May 25th is currently under review at the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, the CDF. Multiple sources have also told the remnant that Pope Francis wishes to sp soon publish the document, and that it is alleged to be receiving backing in various decrees from two cardinal con consultors to the Congregation for Doctrine of the Faith, Cardinal Pietro Perolin, Vatican Secretary of State, and Cardinal Mark Ouellet, Prefect for the Congregation for Bishops. The sources also said that these restrictive measures will most probably be carried out by the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments and its newly appointed Undersecretary Monsignor Aurelio Garcia Marcius, whom Pope Francis is said to have raised the Episcopate for the very purpose of executing these plans. End quote. So before I get any further, I have this article linked in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's returntotradition.org, where I keep all my sources, because I'm not going to cover the whole thing. I'm not going to read the whole essay for you. You should read it for yourself. And then the folks at The Remnant do great work. Anyway, let's review. Cardinal Pietro Perlin is one of the longest-serving members of the Roman Curia. He is most recently famous for the McCarrick Report, where he said that previous popes knew about former Cardinal McCarrick and all that went on with him. He passed the buck on, in a way, to, to Francis's predecessors. He is an insider's insider, and if they knew anything about those things, meaning those popes, then so did he. He is no friend of tradition and is definitely part and parcel of the innovations in the church seen since the years of the council. The other main name that came up was Cardinal Mark Ouellette, the Canadian Cardinal Archbishop who tussled with the good Archbishop and published clearly on behalf of Francis a rebuttal to the first document released way back when in 2018. You remember when when the good archbishop's first letter came out, I do. 
The third name was, of course, Monsignor Aurelio Garcia Marcius, whom I reported on a couple of days ago. When I said that he was going to be in charge of dismantling the TLM, the responses I received was that his dicastery is not the proper office for that. Still, we now have independent confirmation of this being the case, that he was hired to end the TLM. But let's continue. Ms. Montagna goes over the history of Samorum Pontificum and then tells us that the first two drafts of the coming document were thought to be too severe. It included a letter from Francis excoriating the TLM, which isn't surprising. But some bishops were against that document, and so now have the entire document being revised. The word is that Francis wants it published sooner rather than later. My initial thought is that we could see this released on the 7th of July for the anniversary of Samorum Pontificum, but that is pure speculation on my part. But then Ms. Montagna gives us some details about what to expect. Quote, The remnant has learned that the first draft put strict limitations on the age of the celebrants and is described as somewhat similar to the indult of Paul VI, which allowed elderly priests to continue offering the Tridentine Mass after the promulgation of the Novus Ordo Missae by Paul VI. It also discussed whether to allow or prohibit the administration of the other sacraments in the extraordinary form of the Roman Rite. In its present form, communities and diocesan priests who already offer the Mass in the extraordinary form may continue to do so, but diocesan clergy who wish to begin offering the traditional Mass would have to obtain authorization. Whether local bishops or the Holy See will be responsible for granting such permissions is still under discussion. The administration of the other sacraments in the extraordinary form, i.e. the nuptial sacrament, baptism, confirmation, etc., would be maintained for those who already have permission to celebrate the traditional Mass. The third draft moves the office of recourse for matters pertaining to the traditional Latin Mass and oversight of priestly societies and religious communities that use the pre-1970 Missal from the fourth section of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, formerly the Pontifical Commission Ecclesia Dei, to the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments. End quote. Now, another note here. For those not familiar with this, after the Council, all the sacraments were quote-unquote revised. Quite a lot was stripped from them, including something noteworthy. Lesser exorcism prayers were part and parcel of virtually every sacrament. For example, if you've never seen a traditional baptism, the process is much more involved and includes quite a lot of prayers, including minor exorcisms. It's extraordinary to witness, no pun intended. These traditional forms of the sacraments are also used by TLM communities for the most part, and as such, when traditional Catholics promote the traditional faith, it isn't only the Mass we are promoting. It's the traditional teachings, the traditional form of the sacraments, all of it. And that is what is being gone after here. Again, to invoke Massimo Fagioli, you can have your 16th century liturgy, but not your 16th century theology. Except now, for a great many Catholics, we won't even have that liturgy. But there is another aspect to this that has come across my desk, the reasoning behind this. Benedict XVI reportedly issued some more on pontificum, not to protect the faith exclusively, but also to bring unity to a fractured church. According to the modernists, the TLM has been a source of division within the church, causing more fractures. And so their thinking is that the only way to fix this is to end Samorum Pontificum and to go back to the indult. In other words, it is because of us meanie-headed trads the Latin Mass is going to be in some way suppressed because we are so meanie and don't want to go along with the modernist program. There is a problem with this kind of thinking, though, and I alluded to it at the beginning of this episode. Time is not on their side. In a recent episode of The Rundown over at RTF, Father John, the guest priest for that day, said 
that the numbers aren't on their side, meaning the bishops. There are dioceses in France where by 2030 the only masses available will be the traditional Latin mass. That is how bad the vocations and sacramental mess in the church has gotten. And as the priest says, the bishops and cardinals in the Roman Curia know this all too well. This may be their last hurrah. We shall see, won't we? So that's the update. Two of the most famous modernist clerics in the church and the new head of, of the Congregation for Divine Worship are working to end the Latin Mass, functionally speaking, in order to put the meanie trads in our place. Go figure. Curiously, the good Archbishop has yet to speak on this, which is odd, but perhaps he is simply biding his time. Now, what do you think about this? Is July 7th too soon? It's barely a month away, after all, despite word being that Francis wants this promulgated soon. Let me know in the comments, please, and like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss an update. It really actually does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.